Welcome to Stuff We Love Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Stuff We Love Podcast. I am your host, Scott, and I am happy to be joined by two very special guests, one of whom you've heard before and the other uh, who you are hearing for the first time. So why don't we start with the lady that you have heard before? She's back again to talk about a topic we first talked about a couple of weeks ago, and that is Alex. Alex, welcome back to the show. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me again. I'm super excited for this episode. It's going to be a good one. I'm glad you're here. And you know what? Why don't you introduce the other guest tonight? Next to me, I have my sister, Kate. Hello. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, this is wonderful. I'm so excited. This is this is maybe the greatest episode ever of the podcast, and we're not even a minute in. So this is very exciting. Uh, Kate, welcome. And uh, let me begin, as I always do, by asking you how you're doing. Uh, everything been going well? You, you excited for summer just a few weeks away? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everything's pretty good. Very excited for summer. Mm-hmm. Any Can't exciting wait. plans? We got a lot of concerts on deck. So that's, you know, something to look forward to. What are some of the shows? Oh, man. Now you got me. Rufus to Soul. Rufus to Soul. Mm-hmm. Shania Twain. Oh, wow. I feel like we have so many. Fallout Boy. We got a wide variety. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got a ton. A lot of Jonas Brothers. Beyonce. That's exciting. Janet Jackson was moved, so we unfortunately did not make it to Janet Jackson. That's right. You'll be seeing that soon. Yes. Um yeah, so a many. lot, a lot, like Dashboard Confessional. Who else? Death Cab for Cutie. All in the summer. Uh, spread out until like September. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Well, that's exciting. And uh, you are here tonight on this great episode to talk about the new album by the Jonas Brothers called The Album. And a few episodes ago, Alex, you and I spent about an hour talking about our favorite songs from each Jonas Brothers album. And we knew this was coming out a few weeks later, and it's here. So I'm very curious to get your thoughts on it. Now, Kate, since this is your first time on the podcast, give us a little bit of background about your musical taste. We kind of got an idea got an idea of it from your concert list in just a moment ago. But tell us what music you're into and how you became a Jonas Brothers fan. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, the first question, I have a very wide variety of music that I'm into. Um Lately, it's been a lot of pop, so heavy on the Jonas Brothers. Um, I do really like some classic rock, some electronic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, big Rufus de Soul fan. Um, I'm pretty much all over the place. Yes. And I will say, I never considered myself a Jonas Brothers fan. I casually listened, and I feel like I just... That hits me where it hurts. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um I kind of just let Alex put it on and I was like, it's what she wants to listen to. Um, I think I truly became a fan when we saw them on Broadway. I forced Kate yes. to go with me because I have been seeing the Jonas Brothers for so long and nobody gets it. Like nobody understands until they see them live, like how fun they are, whether you're a fan, whether you've been a fan forever, whether you're a new fan, whatever it is. I think when you see them live, it's so different and um, it's like fun and energetic and you can just listen and you can vibe and you can chill. Whoever you're with, it's just a good time. Mm-hmm. And I've, been lit- I've been talking about this with Kate for years. I And you know, I don't stop talking about the Jonas Brothers. So she was sick of hearing it. And then like, me and my other friend were like, you need to come to the Jonas Brothers with us. 
And Kate was finally like, all right, like I'll go. And I was like, well, what better time than to go on Broadway? <laughs> um, of course. So that was her first, was that your first Jonas concert? That was my first that Jonas concert. Amazing, but wow. horrifying. All in the same. No, I made it this long without seeing him. And now, now you're a fan. Now. I can't stop. Yeah. So uh, who is your favorite member of the Jonas Brothers? Oh, that's easy. Joe. Joe. Okay. Good choice. Good choice. And uh, before we talk about the new album, give me a couple of Jonas Brothers songs that are among your favorites. My number one is is Roller Coaster, without a doubt. Wow. Oh, man. What a... Ch- oh, a hot wow. Take on the podcast. No, I love is that Is that a hot take? It's a great song. No, it's, not, I, I, it's just totally unexpected because that is a deep cut. It was not a single, I don't think. Right, Alex? Is that true? Yeah, it was not a single. It's, I think, the last song on Happiness Begins. Is that correct from memory? <laughs> So let me and I love that song. It's such a great track. I, you know, it's, they have so many hits, the Jonas brothers, when you come right out of the gate and you say roller coaster is your favorite song. That's, that's a very exciting moment. I'm glad I actually, what do you think my favorite song would be? I feel like I don't come across as a roller coaster girl. Um, if I had to guess, I would say you wouldn't choose a hit song. Okay. Because Guys. you wouldn't choose a hit song. If I had to guess, I would say, well, Love Bug is a hit song. So I wouldn't necessarily say that. I love Love Bug. <laughs> um, okay. I would actually say, uh, I, I don't know. Um, I have to give you an answer because you asked and it's only fair. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, 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 no. It's okay. Um, oh, the way that's the way we roll. That's just the way we roll. Okay. I could see that. Fun, exciting, poppy, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you I'm like that it. song? I do like that song. Okay, good. Phew. Let's play it over and over again. <laughs> what do you think Scott's favorite Jonas Brothers song is? Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm really... It's a deep cut. I, you know what? I don't think I know their catalog well enough. The song is called Much that. Better. I would have never guessed that. So good. <laughs> so good. What album is that off of? Lines, Vines, and Trying Times. You love Lines, Vines. It's my favorite album. Um, Kate, I wanted to ask you, when you saw them on Broadway, what album were they performing? The album. Oh, wow. This is already, this is getting very, this is a very intense episode right now. Um, So when you saw the album perform live, this is a question for both of you. Do you recall how many, I know, Alex, you said they didn't do every song from the album. Is that correct? That's correct. Do you remember which ones they did? Obviously Waffle House and Wings. You know what? It's it's so funny you're asking this because we did look this up today. I think they played six tracks. Mm-hmm. Eight. Oh, eight. Okay, sorry, eight. They definitely played Waffle House and Wings. They played Sail Away. They played Montana they played Sky. Montana Sky. Okay. They played Celebrate. They played Little, Little Bird. Bird and Walls. With that being said, this has been a great introduction and I'm glad, Kate, that you've given us these answers because it gives us and our gives me and our listeners more background about your musical uh, musical tastes. So the album came out last Friday, May 12th, and the first single from it was this song Wings, which was a very short song. The whole album is short. I think it comes in at under 33 minutes, which is surprising. And yes. all I had been hearing about this album was that it was 70s inspired and had a yacht rock vibe to it. 
and was inspired by the music they heard their dad playing when they were growing up. So you had Bee Gees and all those 70s artists. Now, Joe knew we were going to be recording the show tonight. And he wanted me to say what I'm about to say on the air. And I want you to tell me if you agree with this, okay? Okay. Joe said that Waffle House, which is the second, I guess, single from the album before it was released. Yep. It's kind of like when Taylor releases an album, how the singles don't sound anything like the rest of the album. And he thought Waffle House doesn't sound like anything on the rest of the album. Do you agree with that? You know, I completely agree with that. I had the same thought this afternoon. I also think that Wings, it kind of has the same feeling to me. I I, lo- I think they're two great songs, but you're absolutely right. And I totally agree with you and Joe. I think mm-hmm. it, not that they don't fit because... I think like hearing it so many times and having them come out as singles, it like kind of makes it fit in your head when you're listening to to the whole album now, because it's just like there and you've heard it and you're used to it. But when you, when it boils down to it, like I definitely think it's, it doesn't sound anything like the rest of the album. Mm -hmm. Kate, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree. I think it has a much more like a fuller pop sound than the rest of the album. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have quite as much funk Mm-hmm. as some of the other tracks do. I feel like I could sing it like in my car driving down the highway where I don't feel like that about many of the other songs. I agree with that, album. yes. Right, like yeah. it feels like a belter, totally. whereas a lot of the other ones um, don't feel as fun to kind of belt. Um, have, but I would have, agree. You, have either of you been to a Waffle House? Yes. Yes. Where? North Carolina. Is it good? South- I think it was North Carolina. Um. I love breakfast and I love like greasy, gross breakfast. So <laughs> I enjoyed it. I do okay. not like breakfast at all. I actually do not like breakfast food at all. Um, so the thought of going to a greasy, disgusting Waffle House was not part of my plan, but I went. I didn't hate it. I got a chocolate chip waffle. So okay. I was like, I can't really mess that up. It was not bad. My stomach wasn't feeling it, but it was fine. Um, is it better than IHOP? No. no. <laughs> oh, okay, that was, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no. <laughs> now, of course, the Jonas Brothers said that Waffle House, even though that's the name of the song, it's kind of like a, a metaphor for any place you might have these deep conversations. For me, growing up in New Jersey, it was definitely the diners. I remember going to diners many times late at night and I wouldn't have any serious conversations, but I just remember hanging out a lot at diners. You know, maybe if I was a rock star on the road, I'd be at Waffle Houses or something. <laughs> That's true. But you're right. Diners yeah. are definitely, it's, we always used to like congregate at the diner. We yeah. were all done. Now we go get food. Right. Again, no serious conversations happening at the diner, but. I just can't believe I used to go to the diner so late. Like I'd walk in there with my friends at 1130 or midnight. I have this full meal. It's crazy. You know what I mean? It's a. Uh, I can't imagine doing that now. No, never. no way. Peloton like, wouldn't let me on the, the bike. He would like set an alarm as soon as I sat down. I um, so what I wanted to do tonight, Alex and Kate, if it's okay with you, I'm loading up the album here on my phone so I can have it in front of me. And since it's such a short album, I was thinking that we actually would kind of go through it track by track and give our impressions of the songs. Is that good? Sounds good. Let's begin by just asking you overall, uh, Alex, we'll start with you. Did you like the album? What are your thoughts on it? I actually really like the album. I think because 
it's it's like fresh and new and it has such a chill like funk groovy kind of vibe and it's different from anything they've put out ever in my opinion i think and i think the jonas brothers is a group i said this on the last episode i think so i apologize for being repetitive but i think that they do such a great job like evolving with their music and this was kind of like okay it's the album after the comeback album with happiness begins and it's like you know they're all older they're all wiser they're going with their music it's a totally different sound so overall i think i really really liked it um and i'm not typically into like not that i'm not typically into this type of music or into this kind of genre but i think they mix like pop and funk really well mm -hmm. and like, kate how about you yeah i agree i actually really like it i like it more than i thought i was going to um like you'd mentioned earlier that 70s kind of bg's vibe hits a certain like nostalgic part of me. I just remember like being on a camp bus and my counselor would always play the Bee Gees. And it kind of hit me and I'm like, you know what? It's close enough that I, I'm into it, but far enough away that I'm not like turned off by it. Right. Um, but I think like Alex said, they do a really nice job blending that kind of funky 70s um, in with modern pop in just the way that it feels like easy listening. Like I can yes. put this on in the summer and hang yes. out and, and it's feels like a, a good listen. It's like good for start to finish. Mm -hmm. I don't know that there are any that I would just skip. Well, Kate, did you say a moment ago, I didn't hear, did you say put it on in summer? Is that what you said? Yeah, it feels very summery. Right. So that's what I was going to say, that the album to me feels like a summer album. And as we'll see as we go through the track, some, some of the songs are specifically about summer themes. But I just think it's kind of like the Jonas Brothers at this point, they don't seem to be trying to impress anybody. They know who they are. They know what they like. And they just put together an album which for the most part seems to be just about having fun and that's reflected in the lyrics and the melodies and the arrangements it's just a laid-back party type feel which is perfect for summer i think that's something that struck that, that stuck out to me from the moment i heard it yeah i completely agree and i think with all of their promotion too and everything they're doing surrounding the album it's it feels so like easygoing because they're kind of just like established and they know like, whatever, they're kind of just like, okay, if people right. hate it, they hate it. If they love it, they love it. Like we are who we are. That's it. That's it. Exactly. And I think, I think that's really shows when you listen to it. And with that, let's start with the opening track, Miracle. Kate, what'd you think of Miracle? Um, I thought it was good. I like it. I don't know if it would have been my choice for an opening track. Okay. I agree. Yes. Um, I don't know. Do I get to say what I think my opening track would be instead, or should I hang on to that for the when track? we get to the song? Tell us. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, overall, I thought it was pretty good. Nothing like super special. I don't know if it would be the one that I on right away. Like I feel like I would start the album from somewhere else. Did this song remind you of a Stevie Wonder vibe and some of the funk sounds that kind of made up the background? Yeah, I kind of got that with the synth. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Alex, what did you think of Miracle? I actually really like Miracle. I think, I, I don't necessarily think it would be my first track choice, but I do, I think it works because it kind of sets us up for the funky feel like that we're in for and the synth, mm -hmm. you know, everything on that track um, lyrically, I think kind of sets us up for what we're, what we're about to listen to for the next 30 minutes. But I really like it overall in general. Yeah. I know this sounds silly, but my favorite thing about the song is when Joe Jonas shouts out Jersey at the start of the track. 
I love that part. And I think it's going to hit so hard when they play in New Jersey. Yes. yes. I'm seeing them next week in New Jersey. Atlantic City? Yes. I have floor seat, floor, general admission floor. Joe was talking about going to that show. Yeah. This is a lot to take in. Uh, so anyhow, uh, okay, can I just quickly try to guess what you would like as the opening track? Yes. Celebrate. No. Tell me when we get there. Tell me when you get there. Okay, okay, hold on. I want you to guess my favorite song off the album, though. I feel like we have to go with this theme. Right now, before we even get to the other tracks? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Okay. Your favorite song is Little Bird. No. Um, <laughs> Vacation Eyes. Vacation Eyes. No. I don't even think I know your favorite song. Is it going to be? A, it might be a hot take. It might be a surprise. Tell us it's when we get there. Please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need content for this show. Scott out. No. My staff is flipping out in the control room. They, they don't know what's happening here. I'm never going to be allowed back on. <laughs> So, um, hey, this is this is a very difficult episode for me <laughs> with these questions. But anyhow, um, why don't we continue? Uh, is Montana Sky your favorite song? It is. <laughs> Are you just saying that? <laughs> no, I, I sent it to you this afternoon. I said, I think this is my favorite track. Montana Sky is the second song on the album. Tell me why it's your favorite track. I don't know. I think because... It really stands out. I remember them playing it live mm -hmm. on Broadway. Mm -hmm. um, and it's one of those rare things where I don't typically love when I hear things live for the first time. Oh, same. Um, I have like a really big disconnect than when I listen to the album version. But I feel like when they played the album live on Broadway, it sounds just like the recorded version. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there was, I don't know if you feel the same way, like it just feels very familiar and all together for me. Um, and I remember them playing that on Broadway and I remember in the moment just really loving it. And it has remained my favorite track on the album. That's great. It's got a nice melody. I like some of the core changes in the song. Um, did you find on this song and even some of the other tracks, one of the criticisms I've seen from fans is that the lyrics are hard to understand. Do you agree with that? I I said this to Kate the other day that I, like I was just kind of mumble, like humming when I was singing the album. I not that I know all the words or expect to know all the words already, but I'm just like, wow, I really don't know what they're actually saying. Right. Like it took me until today after listening for three straight days to figure out that Joe was screaming Jersey at the beginning of Miracle. Mm -hmm. And it's very like crystal clear. And that might be a me issue, but but no, I've had on, difficulty too with that. Yeah, on Montana Sky, it's it's particularly hard. Um, to understand, but I agree with you, Scott. I really like the melody. I think it's a great song. Um, I think like the vocals in this are, are really nice. And I, th I just think they did a good job with producing it. Yeah, I, I, this may sound weird. I don't know how to phrase this, but I like songs that talk about parts of the country that are kind of Midwestern or Western you know, that kind of paint a picture. And to me, this song, it references several geographic locations and just the image of Montana sky, I think is a great, um, I think it's a great title. And I could picture, it kind of reminds me of the album cover where you see the three members of the group with mountains in the back. And never, I think they, have you been to Montana? Uh, no, I've never been. 
Never. Neither have I. If any of our listeners are in Montana, please write to us and tell us if that if picture reminds them of Montana. I'm legitimately uh, curious. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how many songs even have Montana in the title. I'd be curious to, to find that out. That's, That's a great question. Yeah, it is. Um, I think going off your point, Scott, about like the album cover and Montana and all that, I think it just overall gives that vibe too because they've stuck to it. Like, I, I think it, it gives like a summer vibe, like you have a summer vibe, right? And you have Summer in the Hamptons and that song and Summer Baby and all of those summer themed songs. And then it mm -hmm. kind of gears and you have like Montana Sky being the only one that's named that way. But I think like Americana also kind of reminds me of like somewhere in the Midwest, yes. like mountains, desert, like whatever is out there on the other side of the country that I have yet to explore. And it kind of just all ties into the album cover in a way. Just, it's all been very consistent, which I really, yes. really like. I completely agree with that. And we're getting to Americana soon. The next song is Wings, which was one of the first singles. Um, Alex, what'd you think of Wings? I was so disappointed at first when I saw that it was only a minute and 58 seconds. Yes. Um, I will say it was not, and Scott, you know, I always say this. It was not my favorite at the beginning. Yes. Like, and I'm not saying that I was disappointed because I didn't like it. I just was like, not at first I wasn't vibing with it. I think, cause you know, as you know, when I listen to something for the first time, it takes a few listens, but it really grew on me. Um, it's not my absolute favorite up off the entire album, but it's one of my favorites for sure. Kate. It also grew on me. I was not super into it when it first came out. I did feel like this should have been the opening track. Okay, this is the one you thought should have been the opening. It feels a little dramatic in the beginning. Right. Kind of builds into, into like this, this feeling that I think embodies the rest of the album. I was really expecting it to be the opening track. It's interesting you say that, Kate, because now that you've said that, I really could see it opening the album. Like you said, the opening, you know, where Nick sings and it's that slow buildup and it's kind of dramatic. That would have been a great opening to the album. Yeah, I just feel like it would have kind of led into everything else. Yeah. What would you have as your second track? Would you have that going into Miracle? Oh, that's a great question. I didn't even think about that. I was just going to say, I could hear Wings going into Miracle for sure. Mm -hmm. I think I can also. And and if, if we just swapped Wings and Miracle and it went Wings, Miracle, Montana Sky, and then Sail Away, that'd be amazing. Yeah. It's interesting to think about. Uh, I do like Wings. It is short. I really was shocked how short it was when it came out. But I like the buildup. I tend to like the part of the song at the beginning more than when they keep repeating. I feel it. I feel it. Like it gets a little repetitive, but it's good. It sounds good. Um, their vocals on this album may be the best I've ever heard them. I think Nick's falsetto, is. is I'm assuming that's what it is when he sings high, is is awesome. I think Joe's voice is maybe the best i've heard it i think it's matured and it's it sounds really good and it shows on wings that's a perfect track to showcase all that 100 percent. yeah i agree i think the entire album kind of showcases all of their talent like i think kevin is an amazing guitarist joe yes. is of course an amazing singer nick can just do everything basically but i think as it, in its entirety the album kind of showcases all of them yes. which is nice because, you know, Kevin always kind of gets the the short end of the stick. Because <laughs> he's not the, not really a vocalist. So it's... It, right, right. The um, 
Now we get to Sail Away. That's the fourth song, right? Is that correct? I turned off the phone here. Yeah, Sail Away is the fourth song. What What do you think of this song? This is my favorite song of the day. That's what wow. I keep saying. It is. It, I, this is a, just a great song. I just think it's a feel-good track. I really like the vocals. I really like the lyrics. I love the vibe of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's kind of funky, kind of poppy. Um, yeah, I just really, really like it. It's, it's another just, song with a very so- softer, smooth intro, just mm-hmm. like Wings. Yep. It's got nice beat changes too, almost like a, would you call it a Latin beat at a certain point, the way it picks up the tempo? Is that, am I wrong? I, I don't necessarily think you're wrong. I think I, I definitely hear that in a lot of Latin music. Yeah. I would agree. Kate, what do you uh, think of Sail Away? No, I like it. Alex stole the uh, the phrase I was going to use. It, it is a nice feel good track. Mm, you know, yeah. it's it's nice, it's light, it's fun. Um, I'm really into it. Is it your top and your top half of the album? Would you say? Yes, I actually think it might be top three. Oh, oh okay. I know, I know, yeah. I know. Wow. This is, um, Kate, you should know. I think you know this already. When Alex and I did the previous Jonas episode, we did not. We agreed on some stuff, and we did not agree on a lot in terms of our favorites from the album. So after we've talked about the rest of the tracks. We'll talk about what our favorites are in more detail. Um, yes. Now, the next song, I think, is my least favorite song on the album. Interesting. Americana. And I'm not saying I don't like it. I just, I think the album is tremendously strong on melody, which yes. I'm a big fan of. And to me, personally speaking, I think the melody on Americana is maybe not as strong as on the others. And I just didn't connect with the song. Although I agree with Alex, with you on what you said a couple of moments ago, that it fits with the vibe of the album and this Montana sky type thing. Um, what are your thoughts on Americana? I would agree. I, I mean, I like it. Um, I just think it just ties it together for me. Like going back into what I was saying before, like with the album cover in Montana and the summer vibe and the funky vibe. Like, I think that's why it sticks out to me. And it resonates with me, but um, I mean, I, th- I think like in general, they sound great on this track. I think the lyrics are okay. Just not one of my absolute favorites. Kate? Yeah, I agree. It's definitely not one of my favorites. I feel like I'm into it the first 15, 20 seconds, and then it kind of loses me a little bit. Yes. Um, which is surprising because it's only like a two minute track. Yes. A lot um, of the songs, especially it seems on the first half of the album are very short. Yeah. It just feels kind of, kind of empty. Nothing to add to that. I, I agree with that. As it's, it, I think it is my least favorite song on the album. And controversial statement, maybe the next track is my second least favorite song on the album, Celebrate. Yeah, I would swap the two for me. Celebrate's my least favorite. Then Americana is my second least favorite. Now, I want to, let me, Alex, tell me why you say it's your least favorite. I was going to guess why, but I'm curious what you would say. I, I just feel like it's like, like, yes, it's a happy, feel-good track, but there's something about it that just feels incomplete to me. Like, I just, I, I feel like there's no, like, plot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just one of those, it's like, not a filler, because I don't ever want to say that, because I think it's, it's obviously, they're very talented, and, and creating it was a lot of work, but I think it's just one of those that they're like, yeah, we'll put it on there. That's what it feels like to me. Okay. 
Yeah, it feels very generic. Yes, generic is a good word. Yeah, it feels like they just phoned it in and were like, oh, this is like a funky, upbeat thing that'll get people going. It just feels very, very plain. Yeah, when I first heard this. That thought live. You say that again, Alex? I even remember having that thought live. Like they Mm -hmm. played this at the marquee. And I was like, all right. Like like Joe had just nailed like Little Bird. Oh. And they played Wings and Montana Sky, and then it was celebrating. You were like, "All right, this is a fun way to end it." And then I was like, mm, "Maybe not." Yeah, when I first heard "Celebrate," I actually liked it a lot more than I do now. I like the horns, I like the melody, and it is catchy. But the more I listen to it, and the way I would describe it is, it's like a very, very cheap, cheap version of Earth, Wind, and Fire September. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like that this is. T- yeah, perfect way to describe that. It, and that Justin is it Justin Timberlake happy? That or no, is that Pharrell? Pharrell. Pharrell. And then can't stop the feeling with right. Justin Timberlake. It reminds me of those kind of, you know, yes. kind of just like is really happy, really happy. And then it's like, wait, where did this song go? Yeah, it's <laughs> like you could pick picture people on the dance floor to the song celebrate, but it's just not that great a song. It's yeah, yeah that that's my thought on it. Um I agree. That being said, I'll probably listen to it four, four times tomorrow. But, but it's, you oh, know. me too. I'll listen to the whole album another six times tonight. Now, listen, we are halfway through the album, so I'm going to do a little intermission here. I have some more questions for Kate, totally unrelated to Jonas Brothers. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is like a mini rapid fire. Alex will tell you I love rapid fires on the podcast, especially music rapid fires. Yes. So question number one, uh, are you a Beatles fan? Yes. What's your favorite Beatles song? Oh man, that's tough. Um, what do you think my favorite? <laughs> oh, please don't do that. that. <laughs> I won't. I won't do that anywhere to Scott. Um, Blackbird. Very interesting. It's it's amazing you say that because I love Blackbird, and that is one of the most streamed Beatles songs in their entire catalog. They just the Beatles just had "Here Comes the Sun" become their first song to hit a billion streams. And in the other top songs, I think maybe, don't quote me on this, maybe it's Hey Jude, Let It Be. I think Black, and Blackbird is up there, maybe number four in terms of the most streamed songs, which is pretty amazing. It's a great, great song. I love it. Um, Speaking of Blackbird and the singer, Paul, is is Paul your favorite Beatle? Um, I think so. Okay. Um, What's your favorite Taylor song? Oh, Scott. <laughs> Taylor Swift is a touchy topic for me. Um, That's a whole other episode. For Scott, probably for different reasons. Um, that's really tough. The first song off the new record that I really liked was Maroon, so I feel like I have to go with Maroon. Maroon. That's okay. your favorite overall. I think so. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's Scott. Go. Scott is shaking his head in shame. No, no not in shame and shock. Really, there's so much to take in. Um, I like to be different. No, no, no. Maroon's a great song. Um, I'm playing it in my head now. Um, I like that lyric in the song where she mentions Rosé, the wine. Yes, that's one of my favorite lines. I think that's what I said (laughs) in our Taylor Swift podcast. Oh, did you really? I have to go back and listen to it. Oh, you know what, though? Hey, Steven is also up there That's for me. Unbelievable. That maybe is my second favorite song by her. That's my favorite song. I have like very vivid 
memories of like playing that in like the first car I had when I was in high school and like yes. driving down the street and like yeah. feeling good. So that is like old school Taylor Swift country. And one of the catchiest songs she wrote, she did that as the surprise song at the uh, era show that Joe saw the other night, the Eras tour in Philly. Yeah. Fearless is an amazing album. Fearless. Yes. That was a great interlude. Let's get back to Jonas then. That was great. Um, Waffle House. That's the song. Now we talked a little bit about it earlier. Um, It's interesting when this song came out, I immediately liked it. Then I kind of got tired of it pretty quickly. And now I'm back to loving it. And every time it comes on, I listen to it. And I think it's just, I think it's great melodically and lyrically. I get what they're going for. The symbolic idea of a place you could go and get it all out on the table, express all your thoughts. And no matter what happened, I love the lyric, but you know, it's always love. I think that's what they sing. So it's all love there, which is nice to hear because the Jonas brothers, obviously we know with their breakup and getting back together, there has been tension in the band that times over the years. So uh, I do like Waffle House. What are your thoughts on it? I agree. I, for, I, I love it melodically, lyrically. I think it's amazing. Um, like I said, I think it's just different. It's different from other singles that we hear on the radio. It's different from everything else on like New Music Friday and and all of those other Spotify playlists. So I think it's kind of refreshing to hear, or it was refreshing to hear for me when I heard it for the first time. Um, and I agree. I think it's super relatable to like a place that you kind of convene with your friends or family to either have a difficult conversation or it's just like your meeting place. I think it's important to have those places and and um, those memories with people. And I think that's just like what it is to them. So I think mm-hmm. it's a really nice. Song. It's great. Kate? Um, I had a similar relationship to the song as you. Like I was really hardcore into it when it first came out. Then I feel like we played it out a little bit. Totally. Um, but now I'm really excited to have it like back on my running playlist and I'm looking forward to like being outside and running and listening to it. Um, it is, it's just such a feel good track and I feel like it has so much, so much soul in it. Yeah. Um, it feels very relatable. It feels very authentic for them. Like you said, coming from their breakup and kind of that whole, um, journey they've been on. Um, but I just really love it. Yeah. It's a good song. It's not my favorite on the album, but it's up there. No doubt about it. Definitely up there. It's also Next. so funny how yeah. like self-deprecating they are about them breaking up. Like I think it's also like kind of part of the fun of this album. Like at the at the Broadway run, like every night they like made a joke about it, and like it's fun because it's funny. Like they're like we're like adults and we're like having arguments and we're doing all these things. So I think like in that way too, it's kind of a fun track. The title alone, Waffle House, is a funny title. You know? Yes, it's amazing. And imagine how much money Waffle House is making right now. Um, I was thinking about that. Somewhere there are people making TikToks of the song at Waffle House. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the next song, Big Statement, is my favorite song on the album. Wow. Okay. Vacation Eyes. Um, For a few reasons. One, Going into this album, I love the title. I know that sounds silly, but I said that this title is great because you could do so much with this title. And I think I learned it's about when Kevin met his now wife, Danielle, when they were on vacation. I think that's the inspiration for the song. Um, I love ballads and it is a ballad, but it's got this great R&B yacht rock feel, which is awesome. 
I love the lyrics. I love the reference to summer in the lyrics, which is great because it's kind of about summer vacation, I suppose. And I love the totally unexpected harmonica solo in the middle of the song, yes. which works so well, so well. So Vacation Eyes so is my favorite song on the album. I think it's by a decent margin at this point. Wow. Wow. I mean, I, I completely agree with everything you said. It's And it's absolutely my top three favorite. Mm -hmm. Wow. Sure. Mm -hmm. That makes me happy. Finally, Kate, we, agree. <laughs> we agree. We agree on this. Kate, what are your thoughts on Vacation Eyes? Um, I like it. I think the vocals are really strong on it. Like it just feels so solid when you're listening to it. Yes. Um, I, I agree. I really like uh, it's in the top half for me. For top sure. Half. Okay. Uh, it's I'll a very it. catchy song. Yes. Yeah, for sure. What are your thoughts about summer in the Hamptons? So again, summer reference, right? Get a summer song. The Hamptons for those that don't know is a place on Long Island. It's, it's like a place on Long Island, right? The Hamptons. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think it's like the way end, yeah, yes. the way, way end of Long Island. It's a, like a very wealthy area. A lot of celebrities live there. And a lot of people from New York City go there on the weekends in the summer. Uh, then half of them seem to go to the U.S. Open every time I'm there because you can tell by the crowd. <laughs> um, I've never been to the Hamptons. Something tells me I wouldn't last a day there. <laughs> and anyhow, um, what are your thoughts on this song? Kate, we'll start with you. Um, not my favorite. Yeah. I could leave it. Yeah. Sure. I could, if, if there had to be one track that I would cut, I think it would be this one. Like they could have done so much better lyrically on this one, in my opinion. Yeah. It's the equivalent of on lines, vines and trying times, the song they did with common, which from what I understand, wait, what, don't, don't blame me for the crime. That's that song. Right. Yes. And they didn't, um, Alex, they didn't even do that at the Broadway show. Right. When they did that album, Lines, Finds, and Trying Times? That is a great question. Let's look it up. Yeah, let's look it up. Yeah, I'm curious. I thought I had read that. Uh, it's I will say, go back a little bit. They did not play Roller Coaster any of the nights that I was there. And Sad. they didn't even play it on the last night. And it would have been a perfect closing track. But sure. that's an episode. Yes. It would have been a fantastic closing track at any of the shows. Yeah, they didn't play it. Yeah. I think there's an acknowledgement that it's not a great song. And this to me, Summer in the Hamptons is kind of like that. I again, I like the summer reference, but it's a very blah song and yeah. it's weak on melody. Um, hate to okay. criticize a song like that, but it, there's other songs that could have been put on there. I think like, like I think you yeah. said, Kate, uh, you mentioned that. Yeah. So anything to add about Summer in the Hamptons or no? No. The next song, what's that? I said we could skip that one. Okay. The next song is their new single, another summer song. Very clearly, it's called Summer Baby. Uh, Alex, what are your thoughts on this track? Wait, is it actually a single? Yes, it's their new single. It's getting airplay. Okay. That is so funny because I, when I was preparing for the podcast tonight, I wrote that I wish it was a single. So yes. I guess I just missed the mark. It is a, I think it's a great song. By the way, before you move forward, let me just clarify. I sometimes get confused myself about not all songs that are released are considered singles. So it, I know it's definitely being released and getting airplay. I think yeah. it's technically considered a single. Let me clarify that. Yeah. No, I think by the looks of the number of streams, it's probably probably is a single. Right. Um, I think this is a great song. I, I think this is kind of like 
the vibe that I was looking for on Celebrate that we didn't get on Celebrate, but we got it on Summer Baby. Like mm-hmm. it's fun, it's feel good. You can dance to it. You can have a good time listening to it. Um, I think lyrically it's really fun. Yes. Um, instrumentally, I think it's great. And like, although different from the other tracks on the album, right? Cause we are going from like Vacation Eyes to Summer in the Hamptons and then to Summer Baby, which is like a little more upbeat. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's different from the other tracks on the album, but it still fits. Mm-hmm. And it is one, it's, it's my it's my one of my top three. Top three, so you're okay. Not, you're gonna have to guess the first, first one, but it's fine. Kate, what are your thoughts on Summer Baby? No, I agree. I really I really like it. Um, lyrically fun, just an all around great track. I feel like it's in the top half for me. Okay. Good. Kate I like the way. Nine favorites. No, top I feel what? like I. I can, Kate, Kate has like a top nine favorites. You keep saying top <laughs> half. A top half is six songs. <laughs> I haven't said that more than six times. Sorry, Scott. Um, I, didn't even... oh, go ahead. I like the way Nick sounds when he sings Still Catching Feelings for You. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I sing on the podcast. Okay, Summer Baby. Then Little Bird. That's the next to last song on the album. Little Bird is a slower song. It starts off with a live concert sound. I guess, was that a real audience they recorded? I have no idea. That's a great question. Yeah, yeah. I'm not they, sure. they might have recorded. Well, I don't think they would have recorded at the marquee, but I don't know. It's about, I mean, all three of the Jonas Brothers are now fathers. I think they all have daughters, if I'm correct about this. And the song is about projecting into the future and watching their daughters grow up and the development of life and stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts on the song? I don't. I can't remember who we started with last time. So uh, let's start with Kate because you're, this is your first time on the show. Okay. Um, are I you like a it. Beatles fan? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is top, top half of the album Taylor for me. Song? <laughs> What's um, your favorite Tony Bennett song? No, just kidding. <laughs> you know, I don't think I can name a single Tony Bennett. What's your song? favorite Frank Sinatra song? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> um, I like it. I actually think the live audience sound in the beginning is a nice touch yes um it feels very weirdly personal even with that kind of in there mm-hmm. and i like that it's more acoustic again i remember them playing it on broadway and it just sounding so good and it sounds just as good recorded yes um, which i really think is a testament to their talent yeah joe really right. really goes off on this track yeah i and i will say hot take it's it's one of my favorites this is this is the third to complete my top three so your top three um, were little bird sail- vacation eyes and summer baby sail away oh. summer baby and little bird oh okay great choices yeah but i i just think it's a beautiful song i think a lot of people think it's cringy like i i guess it depends on how you listen to it but i disagree i think it's just a beautiful song um i don't know if it's because we heard it live that like i don't get the cringe but um, I think, you know, and again, going back, like, I think the three of them as individuals and as adults and now girl dads, I just feel like they're so mature and they, you know, Scott and I, we, we talk about this a lot, but like a lot of these artists, young artists go off the wrong path. And I think like for the three of them to kind of be in this moment all together is something that's really special. And I think like all of them being girl dads at like, mm-hmm. the same time is probably so much fun 
you know, like, I, I just feel like at their age, it's probably so much fun to have daughters at the same age or similar ages. And I think you really see that shining through this track. Um, and I just think it's a beautiful song. I will say, I don't like that auto tune thing that happens on one of Joe's lines. It, it kind of ruins that moment for me, but mm -hmm. it doesn't ruin the whole track. Um, yeah. Yeah. So earlier I compared, <clears throat> excuse me, um, celebrate as like a cheaper version of September. So I'm going to make another comparison with this song. And I mean this comparison in the best way possible. This song is this album's equivalent of Taylor's Never Grow Up From Speak Now. Okay. Talking about the feeling of having a little kid and thinking about it in the future. And a little bit of like The Best Day too from Fearless, which was a, the other surprise song the other night. Um, <laughs> but Little Bird, the lyrics are beautiful. I think it's the best song on the album lyrically. I think it's one of the best songs the Jonas Brothers have ever done lyrically. And yeah. um, I loved it. I think it's a great song. It, it maybe is like top three on the album for me. I'd have to think about that, but I do love this song. Yeah, it's a great um, song. And yeah, it is. that takes us to the final track on the album, Walls featuring John Bellion, who is the producer of the album, actually. And I heard in an interview that this is Priyanka Chopra Jonas's favorite song from this album. Um, I, I mentioned that for no reason. I don't know why that just stood out. But um, Alex, what are your thoughts on Walls? I really like it. I think it's fun to see or to hear a feature on this album. Something that we don't typically get from the Jonas Brothers. I mean, for good reason. They don't really need, they have enough band members. But um, I, I really, really like this. And I think John Bellion's sound is so unique and it works well for them and it works well on this track. Great analysis. And Kate? Um, I really like this track. I think it's a really beautiful way to end this album. It feels very powerful and it feels like the end of something in the best way possible. Ooh, that's, I like that. Yeah. So it's a good closing track to you. You think it fits well as the closing track? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's epic. You know, it's got this epic buildup. Yeah, it's really strong. It's definitely a, a full body track. Did they play this live? Do you remember when you saw them? They did. Yes. Okay. Sitting like two rows in front of us. Yes, he was. Who was? was a John Bellion was sitting like oh. two rows in front of us. So it was fun cool. to like see him listen to this track live for the first time. Yeah, it's a very strong closing track. And you could tell they go all out with the production on this song, which I think works really well. Um and that's the album. That's that's uh that is the album. That is the album. Now the album. let's do something very difficult. This is hard to do. On a scale of one to ten at this point, just a few days after it came out, rate the album. So Kate, what is your rating for this album? The album. Oh wow. I think it's an eight out of ten for me. Mm -hmm. And what Add, add two more sentences to that answer or something like that. <laughs> I want to know why you say that. Because I feel like I gave it a little bit higher than I might normally if I didn't see them play it live. Oh, I feel like that, mm -hmm. like I have an instant buy-in from like such a great memory and a fun night. And it was just like, just a great positive experience that I feel like I automatically like it more. Yeah, I could see that. Um, by the way, eight out of 10 is probably my answer too. That's what I was thinking. 
Um, it's not a 10 out of 10. Nine out of 10 is very high. Eight out of 10, I think, is a fair rating considering the fact that it has Summer in the Hamptons on there and Americana, two tracks I'm not crazy about. But yeah. uh, And Celebrate. Uh, Alex, I didn't mean to go before you. What, what is your ranking? No, no, that's okay. I would, I would agree with you guys. I think it's an eight out of 10. Definitely not 10 out of 10 because you're right. We do have like one or two tracks that we could do without, but um, plus I wish it was a little longer. Mm-hmm. And so your favorite songs, Alex, are Sail Away, Little Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what was the others? The, uh, you just Summer mentioned Baby. Summer Baby. Kate, what are your three favorite songs? You got to take your top half and narrow it to three. My top half was half the album. What's your top 10 out of 12? (laughs) Okay. Um, Montana Sky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. You're forgetting about that one. Yeah, me too. Forget. It's It's a great song, but I just keep forgetting. One of the best. Um, I think I might go Sail Away. Don't just pick blindly. Look, when when the whole album is your top half, you have a lot to use them, okay? Um, ooh, this is tough. It's a toss-up between Walls and Waffle House. Oh, okay. I love this. But I've only listened a couple times, so I feel like this is a developing ranking for me. Yeah, it's early, and, and this could change. You know, in a few weeks, you could have a totally different set of favorite songs. Um, for me, Vacation Eyes, number one. Little Bird Maybe is number two, and I like Summer Baby, I think. Montana Sky, I, I forget about that too. Like, I don't know. It's I, str- I kind of want to kick Sail Away out of my top and put mm-hmm. Montana Sky. In. Interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that we're having this conversation where we're actually struggling to figure what makes our top three songs reflects the fact that it is a very strong album. And despite the fact there's a couple of tracks that I wasn't crazy about, and I think we all weren't crazy about, from the very first listen to me it was overall extremely accessible. And I was like, I can't wait to hear this album again. And when I listen to it, even the songs I'm not as crazy about have things in them, which I kind of like, you know what I mean? Um, oh, definitely. Yes. Even summer in the Hamptons where the, the lady sings summer in the Hamptons, you know what I mean? Like I like, song, <laughs> I, you know? I, which I keep thinking it's weird that it's none of their wives. Yes. I mean, I actually don't know if it, if it is, but it doesn't sound like any of them. So I don't think it is, but. That was my initial thought about that. Right. Uh, but you're right. Like, even even though it's not my favorite, I don't skip it. Like, I just mm-hmm. play it, play the album in its entirety. Do you like this album more than Happiness Begins? Oh, God. That's a tough question. I really like Happiness Begins a lot. Right. A lot, a lot. I think Happiness Begins might be my favorite Jonas Brothers album. Me too. I could see so, it. It's got great songs. Yeah, it's just... Great start to finish. Yeah. It's my favorite adult album. But Lines Vines is takes the cake. Mm-hmm. They have a really strong catalog. Even, you know, they've said that they're, the days when they were signed to Disney, a lot of their music was not what they really wanted to make. But those albums are pretty strong. You know, their self-titled album. And there's, what's that, Alex? So they're amazing. Yeah. I think. They, they have a very, very strong catalog. And... I think their fan base has grown. You know, it's a very diverse fan base now. And it's no longer just a thing where the audience is filled with teenage girls. You know, it's all different people enjoying their music, which is cool because I think they deserve it. Exactly. I agree. Um, Couldn't agree more. Anything else you want to add about the album? No, I think I think we covered it. Yes. Yeah. This to me was like a great 
additional episode to that first Jonas Brothers episode. Yes. And it's even I, better now because Kate was here. So this completes this completes everything. It was a great album to start the summer season, a great release to get things going. And uh, I'll definitely be playing it by the pool a lot this summer. No doubt about that. It'll be Speak Now, Harry's House. That's even though that's been out a while, I think it's perfect for the pool. All right. So with that, uh, let's head now to the Stuff We Love segment. This is the part of the show where tonight, Kate, Alex, and I are going to give you a recommendation of something we're enjoying now. Could be music related, TV, movie, book. You could even have more than one recommendation. So uh, which of you two wonderful people would like to go first tonight? I would have to say that my stuff we love is Emma Lovewell, Peloton Instructor's new book called Live, Learn, Love Well, of course. Um, I just read it. I actually started reading the physical book and then I ended up going away on a trip and listening to the audiobook. And it was only like five hours and it's narrated by Emma herself. Um, so I thought that was really nice. And yeah, it was just a really good book. It was a feel good book. Um, and I really liked it. Is it advice? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a mix of like a memoir plus like advice. Yeah. She's obviously a wonderful Peloton instructor. I know she's one of your favorites, obviously. And you've had the experience of meeting her in person and taking her classes in person. And I know you're a huge fan of hers. Um, and I remember when that book was announced, uh, you were extremely excited for it. So it's another big pop culture moment for you right around the time of Jonas Brothers. So this is this is a big time of year for you. It's been a big year. Uh, Kate, what is your Stuff We Love recommendation? Oh, man. Okay. Um, I'm going to go along the book recommendation route like Alex did. I recently read Alexi Pappas's book. She's an Olympian. Mm-hmm. Um an Olympic runner. She represented Greece and it was just a great story, super difficult life, but very like moving and uplifting. Um, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. What's the name of it? Oh, I'm sorry. Bravey. 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 I like that. That's a cool title. Um, so this is, this is good. We got two literary recommendations here. So my first recommendation is a book. It's called stone blind by Natalie Haynes. And it deals with the story of Medusa. It's a fictional story, and it deals with all the Greek gods and goddesses. And even though it's really about Medusa, all of the famous Greek gods have a role in the story. And it's a New York Times bestseller. I'm flying through it. It's one of the most enjoyable books I've read in a long time. So that's my first recommendation. And the second is a movie, which is available to stream on Hulu. It's a horror movie called House of Darkness. It stars Justin Long and Kate Bosworth, who are engaged in real life, which is interesting. And I don't want to say too much about it because I'm nervous I would give spoilers out. But let's just say it's a vampire movie. That's what I will say. And if you like vampire movies and you don't mind seeing blood on film, it's a great movie. So that's my recommendation. I love it. I love that. I might have to watch. Not tonight because it's dark. What's that? (laughs) I said not tonight because it's dark. Scary. Um, but then again, Justin Long is in it. So we have to think, oh, that's Justin Long. It's not that, not that yeah. scary. Yeah. Um, this is wonderful. Kate, do you have anything else you'd like to say? This is your platform now, your first time on the Stuff We Love podcast. Anything you want to speak about? Anything you want to talk about? No, I feel like we hit everything. I think this was a, this was a great experience. Thank you so much for having me, Scott. 
Oh, anytime. Would you come back on the show another time? Absolutely. If you'll have me. This, this, this is your platform now. This, this is your platform. So, um, okay. what's that, Al? I said, relax. <laughs> You're making me jealous. You are welcome on the show anytime. Even if it's something you have no interest in, if the topic is no interest of you. <laughs> Even if I'm jumbling my words. Even if you don't have any interest in the topic, you're always welcome to come on the show. And um, with that, I'm going to tell our listeners where they can find the Stuff We Love podcast online. You can find us on Twitter at Stuff We Love Pod, Instagram and TikTok at Stuff We Love Podcast. We have a Facebook page, a YouTube channel. Our website is stuffwelovepodcast.podbean.com. Our email is stuffwelovepodcast at gmail.com. And please leave us those good five-star reviews. It makes it easier for others to find the show. And on that website, you can find all of our back episodes, including the wonderful music episodes I've had with Alex, talking about everything from Taylor to Jonas. You can find this episode now with Alex and Kate. And uh, anything else that interests you in the Stuff We Love podcast. And let's go around the table one more time at this Waffle House of the podcast. You like that, by the way? That was, that was clever. That was not that planned. Was really that was really good. My staff fed that to me in my earpiece right here. <laughs> uh, so I am Scott. I'm Alex. And I'm Kate. And this has been the Stuff We Love podcast. <laughs>